Well, hello and welcome to Inexos Access All Areas. My name is B, and I will be co-hosting this series of podcasts with my Inexos nerd Hayden Murdoch. We will be delving deep with you all to explore everything there is to know about this iconic band of brothers in excess, sharing music, tours, videos, albums, and oh, so much more. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode four of NXS Access All Areas. You're joined by myself, Hayden, and B, and we're very excited to be sharing the music of NXS, diving deep, uh, doing all we can do to get this band into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame through uh, people power and quality power, uh, plus also just highlighting through these series of podcasts uh, for new, passive, uber fans, the greatness of this particular band. Hello, B. How are you? I'm uber fantastic. How are you? <laughs> That's a good word, a good German word. I do like that uh, word. So, uh, how has your in excess week been, B? Really good, really good. So, where do I start? I had a friend um, email me, or should I say, um, personal message me on the Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, he's from well, he's from way back from when we used to live in London, and he um, came over to Australia too. But and he's been following me on my Facebook, and he knows how much that I adore in excess. And he says I've got a little bit of footage for you, and it was his um, footage of um, when he went to a friend's birthday party and guess who were playing at the birthday party? Tell. In excess, it was three of them. It was Tim on bass, um, John and Kirk and they all played um, Need You Tonight. Mm. Imagine having that at your birthday party. Mm. And not only that, I actually got to speak to the birthday boy. His name's Simon. Yep. And um, Mm. he is, um, he's a little bit special, Simon. He's actually a 15 Dan Ninja Black Belt. He is the real deal, the real ninja. And um, he uh, met John at the um, Brixton Academy when they were playing there one night. And um, they just hit off and they've been friends ever since. And that was back in 94 and then in 97 um, John was going through a real tricky time with his wife back then and um, being a Don and being very sort of you know in tune with themselves and all that he um, he went over and um, spent two weeks with them on the tour bus imagine that wow so almost famous <laughs> well I asked I kept saying so go on give me some gossip give me some gossip and he wouldn't spill the beans <laughs> hey you know the rules what happens on the tour bus mm, stays on the tour bus yeah I wish I'd got on that tour bus no I didn't say that <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 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 so yeah, so going back to that footage, um, Tim playing bass, hey? Um, he, wow. Yeah, I spoke to Tim about it and he said um, he wasn't very happy about it because the, the bass hadn't been tuned properly, so all through the song he Excuses. was out of tune. Oh, <laughs> don't listen to him, Tim, don't listen to him. Anyway, what was your In Excess week like? <laughs> Well, hang on. You've opened up a can of worms there. You're telling me a, uh, a lead and rhythm guitarist can't play bass. I mean, we're talking, a, no, you know, play. technically speaking. He just doesn't tune his own huh? guitars. <laughs> well, I, I've, just got, I've just got this feeling. <laughs> I've just got this feeling that uh, going uh, uh, over to a bass guitar isn't a, isn't a leap of ability. But, now. Um, yeah. Simon has a birthday party. In excess of playing, please don't tell me they played Simple Simon. 
No, I don't think so. I don't know. They may have. <laughs> yeah, you uh, would. You would have to. How many songs do they play? You would have to. Well, I've huh? only got footage of one song. We'll have to ask. I'll, I will find out for next next episode from Simon himself. How's okay. that? Is that Fair okay? Enough. Is that a deal? That's okay. Well, what an exciting scenario to you know befriend the man and then suddenly become mm. mates, go on tour mm. and then have a relationship probably over the last sort of you know twenty plus years. What mm. an awesome, awesome thing to happen. Oh, awesome! Yeah, very. I yeah. mean, he's he's, yeah. he's he's a very nice guy though. Very open. Very uh, yeah. Very nice yeah. man. So I can understand okay. why they all get on. Well, a couple of little bit of recapping news from last week. We uh, our cover song, which we like to uh, reveal the name of the uh, artist who had uh, covered an inexist track. Can I just track, say, uh, not was. ours, yours again? <laughs> My what? Your cover My song. My track. Your 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 idea. <laughs> look, look. <laughs> It was a stinker, but you you know you have to sort of I guess appreciate the the greatness by uh, seeing the worst. And uh, last week's uh, artist was a band called Was Not Was, famously uh, I guess named after the producer Uber producer Don Was, who uh, looked after a lot of the Rolling Stones stuff in the nineties and early two thousands. Uh, and Was Not Was had a novelty hit in eighty eight, I think, for a song called Walk the Dinosaur, which. Oh. Uh, didn't look at it. At, Equally didn't, as bad. <laughs> didn't add a lot to the uh, industry, but it was one of those typical novelty songs that comes along. Mm, but um, mm. look, I'm flattered. Anyone who covers In Excess is flattery, even if yeah, they can't okay. do it very well. <laughs> Which is even better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 So, uh, but we do, we, I think we have a stronger one today at the end of the show, mm. so we'll look forward to that. Yeah, we'll look forward to um, that one. Yeah, now a couple of little things. Uh, we have obviously a few platforms we're on where people are probably listening to us now, but just maybe share with the uh, listeners where else people can find us and engage with us, uh, B. Okay, we would like to get your comments on Podbean if you can. That's really nice. We'd love to, to see like it, it's more of um, a live thing for us so we know that you've been listening to it and we can uh, have a little chat and stuff that's so nice and if you can also follow us we've got 116 followers now on Podbean and that makes it out that you can then just um, know when they're completely uploaded saying that though if you're on the Facebook page which is in excess access all areas um, I do um, send a link straight to there as soon as it is uploaded and when I say as soon as it's yep. uploaded I am a little bit late most of the yep. time because I'm re-editing because yep. I'm a slave to you. Anyway, yep. <laughs> um, and what else? We've got an, um, an Instagram page as well, which is doing okay. And Spotify. Oh, and and we are on Spotify, yeah. So the link goes straight to Spotify. So you can actually, I think you can get us through Chrome. You can get us on Podbean, um, um, Spotify, and through the Facebook, and that will take you all straight yeah. to um, the podcasts and to interact yeah, with and us. Look, because occasionally we do get listeners, or attempted listeners, can't seem to access some of these things, and then suddenly we said send notes for how they to, how they can do it. But uh, look, we would like to to get on all major platforms, Apple, and you know, I guess all iTunes and things like that mm. over the coming weeks so mm. um, the more spread we have the more chances we have of getting this band in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame be. yeah yeah and the more you, you you share us the more it encourages us to make more as well because we're really enjoying doing this it yeah. is a labour of love as you say a um, little bit of yeah. sweat and tears now and again but it's um, it's great great fun though isn't it Hayden we've always got so much to absolutely. talk about absolutely yeah 
And we we even uh, we we even had a, uh, a a production meeting in brackets a conversation <laughs> uh, earlier today about uh, episode five and six. Now I know episode six we will be re- well doing our own review of underneath the colours, the yep. second album in the uh, canon of Inexcess's uh, arsenal, mm-hmm. uh, and and that'll be exciting too because yes. I know the debut album a lot of listeners have gone back and checked things mm-hmm. out and downloaded songs and mm-hmm. maybe just rediscovered some some um, some old chestnut songs there yeah. that uh, I think are deserving of rediscovering and yeah. we will do that in two weeks but yeah. um, next week we yeah. can uh, let the listeners know that it looks like we have booked a certain guest uh, for us to come on and be I might let you have the spoils of that because you organise that who's okay. who's on next week as our first ever guest okay um, it's, ma- it's mainly for the Australian fans here um, we've got this sexy Blair Dwyer from Don't Change the tribute band I've, I've met him a few times now and I've been to see them a few times. They are uber fantastic. And um, he's also a, an uber fan of In Excess. So he's quite excited to be um, coming along and he's going to co-host with us as well as get interviewed with us as well. So that's quite exciting, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. And he'll have a few things to tell us about what's coming up in there, what's happening with them as well. So yeah, stay tuned for that one. Yeah, and we thought you know it, it might be great to suspend half a little bit of, the, well, half the time we have with him to do a bit of a Q&A and ask him some deep dive questions and if you have as listeners any questions during the week you want us to fire his way uh, we welcome that uh, but also we will have sort of a topic like we do and involve him in on that because someone like him with who fronts a, a cover band probably has a, a passion and we would want him to share that passion and, mm. and, and thoughts with uh, with our community because uh, uh, it's 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 great that bands you know like Don't Change and Inexcessive and uh, Original Sin and all the ones around the world um, mm. You know, are out there keeping uh, you know their music uh, alive and, and and celebrating it so, mm. uh, so yeah, we, we need look questions to, uh, next everybody. week B. yeah we need yeah. questions yeah. from everybody so I'll be putting a little post up and then if you can put your questions underneath that post on the Facebook page so if you can come again to the in excess access all aid ages all areas um, and then I will um, get those list of questions to um, the uh, that's, that's the, the Michael Jackson podcast access all ages <laughs> oh, yes. oh, oh stop making me do my not the NXS one <laughs> <laughs> not the NXS right. one no, okay alright all right. time for a news flash for the excess news with Hayden from around the world. All right, news flash this week, okay. You're laughing at my news already. (laughs) In chart news, unfortunately, the greatest hits in uh, Australia, in the ARIA charts, has gone backwards from 31 to number 40 for the week. But like it's done over the last probably five... (laughs) Well, yeah, like I've done over the last five years, it'll probably be number one in the next three weeks. So uh, just, uh, I guess, a running tally, as we say there. Um, uh, also, over the Billboard charts, we mentioned a few weeks ago about this sample of Need You Tonight uh, was in the charts via the song uh, Break My Heart from Dua Lipa, who's uh, a millennial Londonist uh, lady who's uh, sampled that song. It has gone uh, from 40 back up to number 31, mm-hmm. uh, but then now it's gone back back the other way, back to 39 in the last two weeks. So mm. it doesn't quite know if it wants to be a big hit or not. It seems to be role reversing mm. <laughs> its charts. Mm. Don't know why, but um, uh, that's where that song's at. Also, too, uh, I know uh, a few a few people have texted and, and mentioned a bit about the NXS Museum and. 
I know back, uh, well, for those who don't know about it, uh, Chris Murphy, brainchild, he lives in Ballina near Byron Bay uh, in uh, Australia, and he's had a bit of a goal to uh, get an in excess museum that uh, when you fly over, you'll see the name from the mm. sky looking uh, looking down and uh, have all the memorabilia and have it as a tourist attraction, which would be awesome. It'd yes. be fantastic. Yes. Uh, but, you know, like I'm sure a lot of councils and municipalities around the world, uh, the councils had uh, zone issues and probably COVID-19 and it's all sort of been paused for the moment. So um, mm-hmm. maybe that can be part of our uh, mission statement once we've got them in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We'll work on the museum from there, B. What do you think? Oh, yeah. No, that's more my that's my ambition. I want that museum because it's not far from me. <laughs> <laughs> it's my not amb- far from you at all. No, Absolutely. my ambition for Absolutely. both of us is to be able to record out of his studio, which he'll have built for us <laughs> in his. <laughs> Are you yeah. listening, Mr. Murphy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, knowing Chris, I'm sure he won't be silenced or stopped by a, uh, a, a councillor wearing pens in his top left uh, <laughs> uh, lapel. Uh, so uh, that should probably get a resurgence, and if not, we will help that resurgence. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of little things. The uh, DVD we spoke about, uh, Live Baby Live, Live Baby Live, depending which way you uh, uh, interpret it, um, is getting that upgrade we spoke about and is being released uh, now in June 26, which is only sort of three, four weeks away. Um, I know it's downloadable. Yeah. yeah. I know people be able to download it um, and obviously be able to enjoy the new sort of uh, mm-hmm. restored sounds and footage and tracks. So mm-hmm. we mentioned a few weeks ago, but it is getting close to that date and it is getting promoted a lot on yeah, uh, social media and through uh, the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, and just one other little thing, a bit of a shout out to uh, Brian May, uh, that oh, famous yeah. English guitarist from Queen who unfortunately had a heart attack during the mm-hmm. week. And um, he, I reckon he's one of the loveliest guys in rock. Yeah. Um, he always is positive and says positive things to say. And mm-hmm. he was a great In Excess fan. He um, was the one who organised them to tour with them uh, back in 86, I think on the kind of magic sort of tour for Queen. And In Excess uh, were probably coming off Listen Like Thieves and really on that verge of breaking through. And mm. um, I reckon Queen helped uh, in excess in the UK just, you know, uh, yeah. you know break that mark a little, little bit by, yeah. or that market a little bit by allowing them to tour with them. And yeah. uh, I know I know there was a, an interview in Melbourne when Brian May was out here uh, five or six years ago and he was really missing Michael and just thought the band were great and mm. uh, was always very, very um, uh, highly regarding of in excess. But, uh, you know, mm. shout out to Brian. I hope he's getting well and yeah. for all the Queen fans out there um, we, we don't want to lose Brian um, no. you know a bit hard to go on without Freddie and Brian I think we'd all agree yeah very much yeah I, I know that um, they're all quite good friends still in excess and um, and um, Queen are still quite yeah. good friends whenever they come over yeah good luck um, and stay well and stay safe absolutely this is Every single hour that we have known And from each moment All that is left Sleep on the innocence Just one desire Shine like it does 
And now for topic of the week with Hayden and B. All right. Okay, so I'm very excited about this topic, B. We get a chance to do a bit of a deep dive in our top five favourite clips of In Excess, part one. So we will stress to listeners, this is part one, 1980 to 1986. So uh, we're going to be revealing, uh, counting down from five to one, our favourite In Excess videos during sort of this sort of chapter one or part one of their uh, recording and I guess uh, film clip part of their career. We are also going to uh, reveal, as I've stressed to be, what our three maybe stinkers are a little bit, relatively speaking. Not ha- they're not I'm stinkers not like was, not was, not but happy. maybe they're not our favourites. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, listeners want us to be true and honest out there, and you know, mm. not everything that they touch turned to gold. No. Uh, not always through the fold of their own, but uh, we will maybe reveal mm-hmm. the three videos that probably are our least, well, in each case of as our least likely and enjoyable videos. So, I'll have my three. I know it's been a bit of a stretch getting three out of UB, mm. but we have to stand true, okay. and you know, not always everything we do like. No. So. Uh, we will share those with our listeners today okay, as well. Okay, I feel a bit sick about saying anything bad about in excess. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, you know, it's 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 probably like a, uh, a a conversation with your friends. Not everybody's always right. So, um, but you know, we're gonna we're gonna count down from five to one. So I'm gonna probably kick it off, B, with my favourites. Okay, and there's gonna be apologies later. But if I could rank five in terms of favourite clips, number five to me. Uh, in that first half of their career was uh, To Look At You. Uh, not just the song so much, which we've talked about before, uh, as a song that both the band and ourselves really love, uh, but the film clip. I, I really, really like the film clip of that particular era. Mm. Um it is very new wave. Very it's dated, very sort of with yeah. a band of standing, mm. standing very still, and and Michael mm. sort of you know with his head pointed one way singing, and mm. then they're putting the lipstick on the mirror, mm. and you know it's uh, it's got a very era specific sort of look to it, mm. uh, and I think the video, uh, like a good video does, complements the song mm. uh, in that particular way. So uh, that's my number five. All right. What do you think of the To Look At You video, Bert? Yeah, yeah, I like I like it. It's, um, like you say, there's a lot of stillness and it's very, very stylized for that era of romantic, yeah. um, the, the new romantic look. Um, but, yeah, it's... Um, it's okay. It's not actually. I couldn't have got that into my top five. So yeah, interesting. How are we <laughs> gonna go along? Well, yeah, yeah. Now that's it's again. We always say art and uh, uh, is always an opinion thing. Mm. Uh, uh, but far away with your number five in your top five videos, part one of it. Okay. Well, my number five is um, listen like thieves. Um, there's a lot to say about this video. It's very stylized. It was very similar to the um, Wild Boys video. So it sort of was paving a way yeah. for a story. It was very movie-like, wasn't it? It was um, very yeah. uh, futuristic. And um, I like the fact that um, you could see you could see that Michael was really enjoying playing the role um, of the two characters that he was the uh, when they were playing on the stage and also wandering around. Like carrying gun. that gun thing around, <laughs> didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he looked quite. <laughs> he looked um, fiercely 
girly, <laughs> but in a nice way. <laughs> um, right, okay. Um, but, um, yeah, I'm very pretty. And, um, yeah, <laughs> there was a lot of fun characters there as well, wasn't there? And, um, I mean, you're, it's from your hometown as well, isn't it? Um, the actual um, theatre, is that right? Yeah, so that was in my hometown of Melbourne where uh, I guess uh, they played at that venue and uh, every time I go there or drive past it always reminds me and I think the film clip really succeeds in providing that Mad Max sort of dystopian type um, mm. you know, feeling because in, in the mid-80s when that song came out, um, there was a lot of uncertainty in the world, you know. There was the Star Wars problems between, uh, you know, I guess America against the Russians and there was always this threat of nuclear, you know, uh, fallout and um, the film clip sort of mm. captured that a bit like the Duran Duran sort of Wild Boys one you mentioned. Yeah, yeah. But like you said, it's very uh, Mad Max as well, isn't it? Which was... Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> was it... Yeah, true. Was that around then? It was, wasn't it? Yeah, around well, the, the, thir- yeah, the, the third uh, edition... Um, of uh, the Mad Max instalment came out in 85 and I think Listen Like oh. Thieves sort of became a, a song released uh, I think uh, in 86 but yeah the film clip and the, the album was sort of part of 85 so yeah very very relevant to all that going on at the time um, alright number four for me uh, this song when I was originally picking it for the best videos uh, or the worst videos I had it probably my worst but I had to give myself a bit of a sort of an uppercut because um, what it lacks in innovation and style and all, all sorts of sort of fancy techniques that maybe Richard brought in, if you actually watch the film clip and look at the innocence of the band and just the sort of uh, the simplicity, simplicity of it all, it works really well and that's uh, Don't Change. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to those who, who haven't seen it for a while, they sort of come in on the back of a typical Aussie ute and they sort of get reversed into a sort of a a, uh, a hanger, which yeah. uh, I guess over their career they played in a lot of hangers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hello Barker Hanger in LA. Yeah. Um, but they they uh, effectively, it's a straight to camera sort of shot. Um, uh, it reminds me a little bit of the same uh era the same year of rock the casbah by the clash Mm -hmm. where you've got um sort of some army type sort of clothed you know band members and you've just got michael with that very 80s microphone in his hand Mm and um it's just you know the six of them going off and i think you know not every video has to be sort of uh tarantino-esque or scorsese-esque what this one lacks maybe in innovation it really makes up in charm and uh, yeah, when you watch that, you can't help but uh, but love it as well. Uh, I think. Um, incidentally, it was also made by an Adelaide director at the time, a guy called Scott Hicks. Now, Scott went on to make the Australian movie Shine, which uh, got nominated for six or seven Academy Awards and won an Academy Award for uh, Jeffrey Rush. Uh, so, uh, and I think it was one of three videos that were shot in Adelaide uh, or that area around the same time. Uh, I think the one thing and uh, might have been Spy of Love, I think as well, uh, might have been shot by by Scott as well. So, yeah, number four for me was Don't Change. Okay, well, that was my number two, actually. So, Gazumped. Yeah, I'm good with, yeah, so you've, um, you've come in at four and I've That's come okay. in at two. Yeah, well, you're a, wise, you're a wise judge. Yeah, no, it's a gorgeous song, though, as, as, as we, uh, we yeah. love it so much, we've had it as our intro anyway. Um, but, um, yeah. yeah, there's a few things I'd like to say about it. Um, one is um, it was actually supposed to have been videoed on the airstrip. Did you know that? 
and okay. it rained yeah, yeah. and um, so they had to go inside move all the equipment inside okay. so that's how it was um, filmed yeah so that's quite cool oh. that it was um, not a meant to be either um, the other thing is I really feel sad for that guitar every time he throws that guitar on the floor <laughs> <laughs> a little part of me cries. <laughs> I hate seeing a guitar get thrown. <laughs> Young teen male testosterone charged angst. Yeah, you know? yeah. No wonder we, we, he loses we need, we need so that. many. He throws them around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. All right. So where? What number? Are we at? Number four. Number four for you. Okay. Number four for me is "Kiss the Dirt." And I'm, the main reason for me... Gazumped. <laughs> really? <laughs> keep going. Yeah, keep going. Kiss yeah. the Dirt. Oh, what an amazing song and an amazing clip. I mean, for me, being in England and he- he- seeing that song in Australia, it's like... For St- Australia, for a girl that's living in Birmingham, is like... The land of Oz, anyway. You know, to see that amazing yes. blue sky and to see um, yes. the, the, the desert like that, and and then to see um, a rock star with his top off and going hell for leather on his guitar. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, 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 it's it's it should be number one, really, but yeah, it's coming in at number four for me. <laughs> well, you know, I, I that was my number three, so it probably segues into me number three. But mm-hmm. um, look, let, let me add to what you've said. It was it was actually made by a guy called Alex. Pro- who uh, made iRobot with Will Smith. Oh. Uh, he, yeah, he made, I think, Dark City, another Australian movie with Kiefer Sutherland uh, around the 90s. Um, but it, it's majestic. It's majestic. Um, mm. I love the the blue hitting the sort of the, almost the salt lakes outside. I think it's oh. Cooper Pedy area. Yes, yeah. Um, uh, the band had to get flown into there, and I think the pilot, when he was flying them in there, actually uh, got a bit crook, and mm. there was, uh, <laughs> I think, a little bit of a, um, uh, a bit of mischief with that flight in, but they all survived. <laughs> they survived. Um, the thing that I love about the film clip is um, the end where the big bonfire, mm. and it sort of coincides with the big sort of guitar outro, yeah. um, you know, falling down a mountain. Oh. And I think, you know, with the flash to the trains, the flash to the sort of the stop signs, and, mm. and the, the 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 night the night dusk with the uh, the the, the uh, bonfire there and the big guitar outro, yeah. it, it's such a sort of a it's almost like that grunge song, you know, era song around the early 90s where it's a really sort of a soft, mm. you know, type of sort of beginning but with a real loud, heavy mm. finish. It does that soft, loud mm. thing really, really well. Yeah. Um, if anyone has also heard of an Australian band called Midnight Oil, um, you will also notice a, a song of theirs called Blue Sky Mine that, you know, uh, visually-wise looks very similar, you mm. know, in the sense the outback Australia, the, the shots, etc. there. Um, so it, it, it did sort of influence, I think, that video later on. Mm. So excellent choice, uh, yes, B. Yes, um, Maybe we'll go to you. number three. Okay, so it's... <laughs> is it my number three or your number three? Yeah, your number three. I've, I've sort of... it's my That was my three, so we might as well give it your three now too. Okay, yeah. I don't know if you, if you agree with this, but um, I've got Stay Young. Um, I... This song is really dear to me, but the actual video is even even more so because um, I go to that beach quite a lot and um, I used to always have my children's birthday parties at that beach. So it's yeah. it's more, it's an emotional song for me that it brings back right. fantastic memories. And it's just, I, I, and I know a little bit of the background that um, Michael had his first kiss on that beach with the um, with yeah. a girl that actually owned the house where they were outside as well, and right. so and when um, he was when he was when he was six, 
<laughs> might have been a little bit older <laughs> than that. Um, uh, and um, and this year, or was it? Sorry, yeah. In in January, I met up with a few girls, and we um, for Michael's birthday, we went onto that beach and had a few drinks and a bit of cake. Uh, yeah, and um, yeah. went. I don't know if we were supposed to do this, but we wrote a message and we put it in a bottle and floated it off into um, Sydney Harbour as well. Uh, <laughs> it was one of those. We put it in, then we went. Oh, I wonder if we're going to get arrested now. <laughs> well, look, yeah, that, that's look, that's look. that. It, that, but going back to the video, the video of them all on the beach and just having fun with all their friends, young and old, is um, it's lovely, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 again, that sort of charm and innocence of that era. Um, as I said not visually spectacular, but um, a time and a moment, and, and I guess the song and the lyric probably really sort of that sensibility of lyric really relates well to the clip mm. um, albeit the fashion choices of that time probably leave a little bit to be desired look Hayden <laughs> what's that can you see oh okay I've well got, I've got the 45 a great, a great, a great, by, by me <laughs> For listeners who can't see, obviously, uh, B is flashing up a, uh, a 45 single of the <laughs> original of the Stay Young uh, song there. So good, good choice. Okay, mm. number two uh, for me. Um, as I said, I, I, I agree with your Kiss the Dirt scenario. It's one of those in the top five. Um, uh, number two for me is uh, Burn For You. Uh, this song, you know, first and foremost, is a real classic, uh, a real song that's a favourite in Australia on the radio. Um, it probably doesn't get a, a lot of play overseas because, you know, it was part of an era when they weren't charting a lot overseas. But um, the film clip particularly is the first film clip that In Excess did with uh, Richard Lowenstein. Uh, and it sort of starts off uh, in northern sort of Queensland in sort of Mackay and Cairns and that sort of area there with the population and, you know, they're traipsing through the mangroves and it's really stylistically sort of shot. And um, because the song itself has a really good brooding intro, uh, a bit like The Stairs, it's probably one of a song similar to The Stairs that has that brooding sort of 60, 70 second intro. Uh, the video really supports it um, and as the video grows and, and develops uh, you see it suddenly um, uh, flashing to the band over in London and it shows the population of London and where there's some posters up and you know there's some live footage there and to me it's um, uh, it's showing their ascent from mm-hmm. Australia as a as a young touring band taking on the world and mm. uh, and and you know you know you go from a Cairns or a Mackay to suddenly London and mm. it feels like you're on that little journey with them and the song is fantastic mm. so you know you could put most things to this song and it'd be great but mm. I think it's a real storytelling type of uh, yeah. uh, time and a place of the band you know um, you know probably in their emerging period of going from local star to international, you know, um, starters again. You know, when you go international, you're really starting again. And yeah. um, the video is, a set, a, a real um, favourite of mine. And mm. I think Richard Lowenstein really looks back at that one favourably too. So Burn For You is my number two. Burn For You, yeah, I like that. Sorry, that's yeah. not in my top. But, yeah, I, I, I get that. Um, is that the one where he's nearly getting run over in, <laughs> when he's running around the streets? <laughs> There's so much going on in this clip, mm. you know, from the outback to, you know, the, uh, the you know, the, the streets of London. It's, yeah, it's, it's great. And because mm. and it's a longer song for In Excess, you know, maybe it's north of five, six minutes or whatever, it, 
uh, especially with the intro on the album, you know, track version. Uh, yeah, it, it it probably gave Richard a bit a bit of a longer chance to put a sort of a mini yeah. movie type thing together. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that's my number two. What's what's your number two? Well, my number two, we've had it. It was um, don't change. So it, this is going to be ah, my number yes. one. My number one okay. is not so much had, an in excess song and again I would like to flash in my 45 but it's upstairs <laughs> <laughs> but it's a song that they did with Jimmy Barnes do you remember that yeah good choice yeah, yeah. good times let it roll it's part of the Australian made tour um, tour yeah. <laughs> that they did and, yeah. and yeah. Tim wasn't in this video no, do, I think the, the, the line in the lot. Well, in the liner notes, I think it's got something that says "gone fishing." Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it said in the liner Shark notes. Shark fishing, yeah. maybe marlin fishing. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So I love this. I love them running around. There's just so much happiness. So every time, <laughs> yeah, every time. I mean, when I play this on the Facebook page, all us um, girls and boys, we all go nuts for it. You know, it's it's up yeah. there. I do a lot of watch parties with everybody, and that one's the one that yeah. we always play out to because we just know it's going to leave yes. us all upon a high. Um, yeah, yeah, it's great. Fun. Have, you just want to well, dive. Yeah, well, I, mean, I do. I want to dive on that sofa with them. Again, it's not sort of visually um, anything amazing. It's really a studio-type sort of uh, clip. And, you know, Jimmy Barnes is a famous Australian singer and some people know him because of this song overseas. And uh, I think with Michael and Jimmy, they, they sort of wanted to put something together for the Australian-made tour um, and just cut, you know, I think they cut the song in about one or two takes and the video in sort of a couple of takes. And um, it became, I think, number two in the charts mm. in the last week of 1986. So it just snuck into our into our time frame um, and I think B you might or might not know but that became a feature song on the Lost Boys soundtrack uh, oh, do you yes. know that movie The Lost Boys I loved that movie when that came out yeah very good yeah. wasn't it Vampires yeah um and uh, again, it's a cover song of, of an Australian band called The Easy Beats who had another hit uh, called Friday On My Mind. And mm. um, So it's not an original song, but um, yeah, I think the video, mm. nice and um, uh, impromptu and spontaneous and happy, isn't mm, it? Very, very. Yeah, I think I always sing, right. Michael, Michael, you're on my mind. <laughs> you're sat as a singer. All right. Yeah. Okay, All right. here we go, uh, everybody. It's your number one. What's it going to be? Yeah. Well, we've—I think we've got two and one out of you early because obviously we agreed on one. But uh, yeah, look, my number one. Okay. Okay. Bit of a countdown. <laughs> um, is what you need. What? Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was in there. That would have so, been number six for me too. Yeah. I think uh, this video at the time, and I'll I'll I'll, I'll share you this I'll share you this um, anecdote to sort of highlight how great this video is. Uh, a very famous musician was, I think, in America at the time, and he saw this song and this video come on, and he was like, "What the hell is that?" You know. How do you do that? How, you know, like the song, the sound, who's this band, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, apparently went on to be uh, the one and only Mick Jagger. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, A so big fan. He, he's. 
Yeah, so he saw the, the video and, and I think the song and uh, and he was just sort of blown away by it. And I think for, um, uh, for, for Richard, Richard's quite humble about this one. You know, when you look at the techniques and the visual yeah. sort of imagery and the, the filming and then piecing it together, he yeah. was like, oh, no, it's pretty easy to do, blah, blah, blah. Well, I don't know, it, it's almost like uh, animation. And um, it was around that same year that I think AHA's film clip came out that was mm-hmm. a bit similar, Very similar. Uh, for Take On Me. Um, obviously, I'm biased uh, in excess against Not the R. But um, <laughs> I, I, I love this video in the sense that, you know, the way it starts and sort of it, 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 it eases from this almost comical sort of cartoonish sort of look into um, the band sort of playing. Um, and the the snapshots and the editing and everything there. I think it was actually nominated video, uh, video of the year for a band in 1986 at the MTV Awards. And I think paved the way for Need You Tonight's clip with Richard again. Um, I don't think without what you need film clip, you would have actually had the Need You Tonight one. Mm. Um, so it really was sort of groundbreaking in that sense. Um, and I think the video was so unique that, you know, we can't underestimate this. Yeah. This song went number five in America yeah. and it was right in that sweet spot in that yeah. era of videos being really important Very to get important. your band out there. And mm. Yeah, and um, this, you know, went top five in America and the video, every time it comes on now, I watch the whole thing. I can't cut it off. Yeah. And, uh, I think, you know, uh, innovation-wise... Unique. Uh, you know, it... Yeah. it, it yeah, it accompanies the song so well. Mm, very good. Very good choice. My number six, your number one. Yeah. We did well, actually, didn't we? <laughs> it's time to go into our top three stinkeroos. Now, I, I believe, B, this is a real hard thing for you to do. It's like terrible. To absolutely, it's absolutely share something that is visual that is bad about in excess because um, it is not in your wheelhouse. But I forced mm. you to conjure up three clips mm. that you would not take to a desert island. No. Cool. Sort of. <laughs> you are reluctant. You are I'm reluctant. Really okay. Reluctant. Let, let, let. Anything with Michael in, how can I not look at it for a start? Okay. Well, well, maybe the JD years, you'll, the fortune years, you'll be able yeah. to come up with more later. But uh, <laughs> future episodes. <laughs> All right. Okay. okay. Well, I'm going to start off with number three. Okay. Mm. For me, in terms of you know, and again, they're not terrible, but you know, they're not high up on our roster. Okay. okay. For number three, for me, as a single release that uh, probably didn't have a clip was the song "Night of Rebellion." Mm. Uh, it was sort of a, I don't know, it almost looked like a, a live countdown sort of version of the song. I don't think they actually had a clip for. And uh, uh, as such, sometimes when you get to the third or fourth track of an album release or a single release, sometimes the band or time or constraints or budgets, they don't even bother to put much time into sort of the, a clip for that type of uh, mm-hmm. track that deep into sort of the releases. So, And it's not uncommon. You see a lot of other bands single four, five or six, if they ever get to that, they're not putting a lot of money into that because... You know, the they album's sort of done and dusted. It. It's, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the budget's sort of got gone. Then, so. Yeah, yeah, the budget's yeah. gone. So, yeah, I, 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 I know you have to choose one, but um, I still wouldn't have chosen that one. <laughs> 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 All right, so um, right. I'm going to choose... Oh, gosh, this is horrible. I really hate you for this. <laughs> right, um, oh, okay, because you've chosen that one. I'm going to choose Simple Simon. But I like Simple Simon also because it's, it is 
and it's them young and I love seeing them when they're young and silly hey, and they get were off very, the fence okay. get off the fence I'm, no I can't I like being on the fence sometimes most of the time <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah what, what, do, do you like this song then or this video I know I know it's not even a video is it really it's well it is but it's it, it was just an extension of an interview wasn't it well, look, it's sort of, I think they just have that thing where they flash to the drummer and they flash to the guitarist and they flash to Michael. It was very studio-ish, live-to-tape type thing. Um, but again, you're right, it's probably, you know, just limited budgets and limited sort of scope at that time. And they didn't even put that song on the debut album, which is sometimes, mm. I guess, a, a question I have. A lot of, mm. you know, if I could talk to the band, why didn't they put it on the first album? Why didn't they get on, um, yeah. But, yeah, it, it's not a, not a great video, but, it, mm. again, you start somewhere. You don't start, I guess, as a movie director making Lawrence of Arabia. You probably, you know, start off with something less... Uh, <laughs> You know, uh, budgeted and 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 less less um, you know, uh, you know scale. Um, so I think that number three is a good choice because it was one I was considering. Oh, okay, really? uh, okay, for me number two uh, in terms of videos that probably uh, I think uh, don't really uh, float my boat when I watch them uh, is Just Keep Walking. Um, really? Yeah, I think. If, <gasps> huh? How can you do yeah. that? Listen, I think if you look at the aerial shot, either at the end or the start of the clip, and you see what they're actually recording in, it's like a box in a warehouse with Sorry? a black mat and tape on it. It, uh, <laughs> um, it, it, it is, yeah, it, uh, the song's the video sucks. It's, it's not right. <laughs> and the wardrobe sense, even worse. <laughs> oh, 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 stop it. He looks gorgeous. And I well, lift his hair that you know, short I'm as well. I'm calling as it is. You can't oh, sit on the no, fence here, B. We're going to call it as it is. No, you can't have that. I'm not even letting you have that one. Okay, so again, <laughs> I'm scraping the barrel for mine. And I'm not going to go any more than two. Um, would be black and white. Um, I think he looks mm-hmm. absolutely stunning in his little white neckerchief and strutting his stuff and <laughs> and and mm. um, getting very angry singing the song. But mm. um, it's just a live version, really. It's not really a video yeah. as such, is it? Yeah. Yeah. And look, with the lyrics of that song, it could have been a great film clip because there's a lot to work with, mm. with there. So... Uh, but it was the fourth single off the album, so I guess, you know, again, budgets, maybe time, mm. touring, whatever, got in the way. Mm. Um, okay, uh, all right, Num- now, my number one... Mm. <laughs> uh, I like doing that. <laughs> Thunder. Well, this, this, one, this one isn't a bad film clip. Um, what See, it is I didn't do any. From- Why are we doing this? <laughs> No, no, but what this is, this film clip is is in some ways a bit of a missed opportunity, okay? Now, some listeners, I'm sure, will disagree with this, but if I looked at the film clip, I'd give the film clip a 7 out of a 10, right? But the song is an 11 out of 10, and they could have made an unbelievable film clip. And I wonder whether not having the most unbelievable film clip hurt the momentum of this song and this album. And the Mm. song is... Original Sin. Oh, we were talking about this. Yeah, wow. I, I actually agree because, you know, that's one one I look at and I like like it, you know. I like what they were trying to do, but it 
Yeah, it lacks something, didn't it? I know we're gonna get we're gonna well, get bombed for saying this, you know. My yeah, I know. Look, Michael on the motorcycle singing the lyric of the head shake it? to the camera. I, I like that bit. I think that's cool. Mm, the sunglasses yeah, on and the cool. little head wobble as he's singing yeah. the song. That's cool. Mm. When the, the sort of the, the motorbike, or, uh, you know, blokes are going around them, and mm. then they've got the truck Cut and they've got the masks. It's, it's got that. I think it's in, filmed in Hong Kong, or whatever. There, it's stylistically good, but it, it probably lacks a cohesion like some of the other stronger videos. So, it, mm. again, listeners, it's not a bad video, mm. but I wish one of the song like Original Sin with the momentum they had going mm. into, you know, with Noel Rogers producing. I mean, this should have been a number one hit worldwide. Yeah. I just yeah. wonder if this film clip hurt them in America. I know the lyrics of this song hurt them yeah. in America. Could it have been a bit but, more sexier. Um, they could have got those coats off, couldn't they? <laughs> well, that's your domain. I want to know what's underneath the coat. I know what's underneath the coat. Let's see it. <laughs> so, yeah, this one's more in hindsight. Like, you know, at the time I loved it, at the time, the song, this and this. But I just wonder, with the video being the major tool, along with the song itself being sort of one of the great instruments to get, you know, heard mm. and, and, and viewership and, and global interest, mm. maybe, you know, they could have done that even better to, yeah. to serve the song, which is a great song. Yeah, and it was filmed well. Okay. It was filmed well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the song's yeah. amazing, but it, did, it yeah. didn't go, did it? It didn't go. Well, yeah, look, it just right. may, it just had a lot going on in it, and, it, you know, it's like... 10, 15 different shots are all great, but you know mm. what? What was it all about, and mm. what did it mean? What, did it um, mean? And what was the theme, and yeah. where were we at? What you know, are we like, missing? <laughs> you know, yeah. Well, maybe the lyrics. The lyrics could have been a bit more. You know, because they're so literal. The lyrics, in some ways, maybe the film could have been a bit more literal. Mm. Um, but you know, it was nineteen eighty, sort of three eighty four. Yeah. It was sort of style, sometimes over substance in that era. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah, that's that's sort of you know where it's at. So. Um, Good. Okay, your number one, B. I'm going to be interested here. <laughs> I haven't got one. I only said I could do two. Let's let's say mine's original sin two. two. Let's go. Gazumped. 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 All right. Well, that's our topic of the week, everybody. Yeah, good one. Thank you. Let's talk about the bromance between Kirk Pengilly and Tim Ferriss. <laughs> when you look at these two side by side in their first photo sessions, they're just so unlike. Tim, who's oozing, I want to be a rock god with his top off and his big hair. And then you've got Kirk playing the geek, looking like some sort of Buddy Holly meets some sort of mental patient. But they, they both play these parts so well. But what they did play best is their guitars, the rhythm and the lead, feeding off one another like their unique friendship. They met at school and formed their band Guinness at a very young age. Tim, obvious to everyone, had the ambition and drive, picking up the beautiful Buffykins along the way and making her his girl forever, but never letting go of his friendship with Kirk. A friendship and a marriage that has been through extreme up and downs and still stronger than ever. 
But let's talk about the music. As soon as you get to hear them play together, it is perfection to the ears of any In Excess fan. No In Excess tune would be complete without their sound. Kirk, the talented multi-instrumentalist and vocalist, is just mesmerising to watch. He makes it look so easy to slide on a guitar and slip into a backing vocal or play the sexy sax. Just truly awesomeness. Then Tim, strong and rock solid, attacking the guitar and making it sing out to counterbalance Michael's unique baritone voice and beautiful presence. Still my beating fangirl heart to be continued. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell and I'm not going to take this anymore. Okay, everybody, here comes the rant. March 20th, 2022. Myself and the NXS Army, B, Vern, Lisa Urban, Siama, Ali Law, Valentina, Chuck, David Gaunt, Pedro, Greg Nugent, Mark, Romy, Gabe, Carmen, Raylene, Vincenzo, Michelle Times 3, Terry, Ginger, Farah, Karen, Dwayne, Dane, Holly, Harold, Claudia, Sarah Nichols, Tracy, Kim, Jim and Samantha, Teresa, Paul, Lisa C, Tony the Shipster Shipper, Janine, Foxy, my favourite, Crystal, <laughs> Alexander, Leanne, Robin Craig, Storm, the Cleveland Hall of Fame venue, emblazoned in our NXS t-shirts, flags, <laughs> caps, and general band regalia. Why do you say? Well, it's the night of nights. It's the night we've been waiting for. The NXS are being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Guest inductors are the band's peers, Bono, Stipe, Le Bon. Mm. The band and their entire NXS entourage are there. Chris Murphy, Gary Grant, Martha Troop, Gary Morris. Mm-hmm. Their families, their friends, their Uber fans, everybody's there. The band are going to play and celebrate their induction with a set list that starts and concludes with Original Sin, What You Need, Need You Tonight, Never Tear Us Apart, closing off with a seminal 1982 song, Don't Change, all sung by a hologram version of Michael. <gasps> As the band ripped through their explosive life set, there's not a dry eye in the house. All of us fans storm the stage during Don't Change with unbridled enthusiasm, rejoicing with exalt- exaltation. The crowd are on their seats, cheering with total joy and glee. Afterwards, we're all invited back to the after party. Mm-hmm. We are mixing with all the celebs and hanger honours. There's Springsteen, Beck, Stevie Wonder, Madonna, Lauper, Mars, Vetter, The Edge, Brian Ferry, Dave Grohl. It's a night of hugs, embraces, high fives, and guttural pride. I <laughs> know. Oh, it's May 29, and I've just woken up 2020. It's all been one joyous dream thwarted by circumstances again. You mean we live in a world where NXS have never even been nominated for the Hall of Fame versus actually been inducted? Oh my God, the quest continues. All right, guilty pleasures or painful experiences and guilty <laughs> songs? Uh, I guess last week uh, it was quite popular with our listeners, B. We've had a bit of feedback through okay. our socials yeah. regarding that segment. Um, so I know there was one particular person who sent in what was there. Was it a guilty or was it a pleasure? I think it was a pleasure. It was a very, it's a pleasure of mine, I must admit. Do you like the song? Yeah. 
Well, you share the song what it is. We'll give the audience a quick little listen and I'll come back and give you my answer. Okay, well, it was from a, a really nice lady called Michelle Hargreaves and the song is The Things We Do For Love by 10CC. love 10cc mm. it's 10cc i think they're great mm. um so they're probably an englishy band you might have grown up with them as being a bit of a soundtrack of your youth b was that right yeah i mean it rained quite a lot in england so like walking in the rain and the sun <laughs> it was always <laughs> it's always yeah. the song that's in well, my that, head that, yeah well, they had a song around that time called Dreadlock Holiday, which sort mm. of uh, was that, I don't like cricket, mm. no, I love it. Yeah, that's <laughs> um, one that I played really, Yeah, look, they're, they're a great band. Um, obviously, yeah. we're not a 10cc podcast, but they've no. got quite a lot of hits and styles over their journey. Yes. Um, all right, well, well um, thank you, I guess Michelle. over to me, I had a... <laughs> huh? Well, thank, <laughs> thank you, you, Michelle. Michelle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> keep, keep, everybody, keep sending them in. So, mm. uh, look, I think... This week, we're going into 1978. Uh, we're trying to keep things in a sort of chronology with our discussions within Excess. And in 1978, there was an, a sort of Australian Kiwi band that were very popular. Uh, and uh, I know Michael got on very well with this lead singer, but the band uh, that I'm putting out is a band called Dragon. Mm. And they had a lot of hits down under. Uh, but one particular one, when I was in about grade two, that spoke to me at the time, different lyric now that I'm a bit older but uh, the song was called Are You Old Enough? Okay, <laughs> so as a little kid you're always you know, told you're not old enough. Yeah. Um, when you hear these lyrics you will realise it probably is, has a, diff- a different connotation <laughs> but uh, this is a song I still love and it's a pure pleasure for me. Take it away B. Okay. What do you think of that B? Have you heard that before? Uh, yeah, it's in the back of my mind that I've heard it, but like it wasn't until yeah. you um, got me to to find it and uh, record it. Yeah, yeah. it's um, yeah, yeah. It's, like you say, when you're a kid, it's an innocent song, isn't it, about growing up? But yeah. when you're an adult, yeah. it's like, okay, now I get it. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're pretty saucy lyrics, but um, look, look, that uh, the band Dragon, they had tons of hits. They had things like April Sun in Cuba, mm. uh, another hit called Rain. Uh, get that jive. I mean, you know, if you want to talk about sort of a, a band that almost pre was a precursor to In Excess, Dragon had that similar, you know, sexy frontman, evocative lyrics, um, real uh, uh, popular amongst the the female audiences. Um, a guy called Mark Hunt 
who did unfortunately pass away at a similar time to Michael, mm. um, unfortunately with cancer. But um, mm. Dragon had a great, you know, career down under, and you could all, you know, do yourself a favour. Well, um, funny enough. Right now, over to I, you. Hang on a minute. Hang oh, on a okay. minute. Funny enough, when yeah. I looked at the video because I couldn't find it on iTunes. To Tobias had to get a video of him. Um, he actually, I thought that Tim sort of may have um, sort of um, looked at that picture of him back in those days. He had the same hair and the same sort of look. Did you not think in some of the early Tim, photos? Tim Ferriss, you think? Yeah, yeah. You know when they first started yeah. out, you know the, that look yeah. that they had? Anyway, yeah. let me know what everyone think else thinks about little- that. They both got that little sort of toothy, toothy grin mm. with a little bit of a gap in the front teeth, I think, yeah, haven't they? Yeah, you know? he modelled himself <laughs> on him, I reckon. I'm, I'm going to put a side-by-side photo up and we'll, we'll get okay. some opinions on that one. Yeah. Okay, let's go on with my guilty... Listeners, oh. No, but listeners, please, 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 go mm. and download that song. It's okay. an awesome song. So yeah. over to you, B. What's your okay. guilty or pleasure? Okay, well, I have a few. <laughs> um, I suppose <laughs> this one, it was, um, it was a movie that came out in... 1978 and he went straight to the charts I remember my dad saying is that a girl singing I was like I don't know you know I'm only a kid myself and it was um Olivia Newton-John and John Travolta singing um the one that you want (laughs) and yeah that was one that me and the girls all sang in the playground and we I was always Joey because I was taller (laughs) I wanted to be I wanted to be Sandy but I was never a Sandy I was a bit of a tomboy um so you were Rizzo were you no I was I had to play the Joey part every time I don't think people needed to be alerted as to how that song went. Uh, <laughs> it still gets a fair run on uh, streaming radio and services all over the world and TV every second Friday night, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. And it, it's nice because like, my little girl now watches it and she just wants to um, be Sandy as yeah. well. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, my number two is another uh, pleasure this week. No guilt on this one. Uh, it was in, again 1978 with uh, American singer out of Cleveland, okay, where the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame head office is. I can, anytime I can get that in, I'm going to mention it because NXS need to be inducted. <laughs> However, this singer was a guy called Bob Seeger, and wasn't his most famous song, which is probably old time rock and roll or night moves and things. This song was uh, a song called Still the Same, and has been covered a lot of times over the years but it had a great piano sort of intro and chorus and I just loved the uh, soaring melody. So I'm gonna get you to take this one away, B. Still the same by Bob Seger.
that song. What did you think, B? Do you really want to know what I think? <laughs> Always. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, it's the first time I've ever heard it, and I'm not really. Yeah. I don't really know the guy. <laughs> Is he really famous? Because yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. Oh, well, he's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So there you go. Oh, so, right. Um, okay. Although you don't have to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he sounded like like I think like a bit of an old. Yeah, it sounds like some sort of like dad in a in a piano bar or something. Like I don't really, I don't get it. How come he's well, famous? I'm gonna counter you and. I'm gonna no, I'm gonna count. No, I'm gonna counter you by saying it's a ripping song. He would have been in his late twenties when that came around. Really? And I can give you another little anecdote. Anecdote for the listeners: He was the guy who discovered Glenn Fry from the Eagles because oh. they're both from the same town, mm-hmm. and he let Glenn come along and play with them and. Um, uh, they later co-wrote a song together called Heartache Tonight, which the oh. Eagles uh, uh, wrote and recorded, but uh, that had a songwriting credit for Bob as well. So okay. for all the nerds out there who find that interesting, um, there's a link there. Cool. Okay. Um, Is it my Over turn? to you for your second guilty uh, or, or pleasure. Okay. Now, we're only going two, aren't we? Yeah. All right, but I want to talk... I wanna talk- I want to talk about two here, but I'm going to just go for one because I was, I was really <laughs> tied between both of these. Okay. Right. Okay. Now, now, I think you've probably already seen me singing with my daughter, Carpooling, before now, hey? Hayden? Correct. Yes. So, Correct. Take yeah. a Chance on Me is... Abba. <laughs> yes. <laughs> take a Chance on Me is a song that, like, uh, well, when Abba the album came out, I was like, word for word, I knew every song. I was like, I'm just a girl mm. possessed by that. But mm. on the other hand, I was also, I wanted to be Blondie. And Denis Denis, oh. Denis Denis, uh, the fact that yeah. she's, she, she's any, any song that's got a little bit of French in it as well, because my surname mm. is, is France, um, pulls me. So it's let's, French. Yeah, Brid- Bridget France. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you were speaking uh, grammatically incorrect. My name is Bridget. Uh, my, my surname is France. I'm meaning, meaning French. Okay, so no. it actually is France. My, is my surname, my maiden name was France, yeah. So oh. I've always had in a bit of a whenever something French comes up. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah. So let's play it. Yeah. What do you think of that? Well, I think a uh, good choice. I like Blondie. And, and look, Blondie had a big career in, in the UK, uh, obviously, as well as being an American band, but they were always very big there. And um, they had a comeback album in the 90s. They had a number one hit there with Maria Maria. So mm. they liked that double mm. naming thing, like Denis Denis and Maria Maria. Yeah, they did, yeah. She was very much the Marilyn yeah. Monroe of rock, wasn't she? Yeah. Uh. Look, there, there was there was an anecdote which uh, is a little bit uh, a little bit on the borderline, but you know I'll go with it. 
there was a saying in the late 80s that uh, in the 70s that Blondie, Deborah Harry, got a lot of young men through some difficult teenage years. So really? I'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, but uh, yeah, the Blondie are pretty cool. I think that. I think. I think we, that means we've probably got double double pleasures today. Is that right Ooh, on these songs? Sort of, yeah. Are you guilty about Olivia Newton-John? Um, no, we've got double pleasures. No, I think I've got double pleasures. I might have had triple pleasures, really, but okay. I better not say. <laughs> All right. Me, <laughs> <laughs> we'll wrap. We'll call that a wrap, eh? Okay. <laughs> So now we're at the question and answer part for um, Hayden. So we just heard the song there, Questions, which is on the Wherever You Are, Welcome to Wherever You Are album. <laughs> oh, I need another coffee. That's what's wrong with me. I've already had to yeah. assemble my chair before I started today. Okay then, so over to you, Hayden. I'm going to fire six questions at you today. Are you okay. ready? All okay, right, then. I'll do my best. Okay, this one is from Lisa Calloway. Which other of Michael's girlfriends appeared in the NXS videos? I bet you don't even know, do you? I do. Well, <laughs> well, well me, I've got to think about all the girlfriends he had. I do know a, a, a fake myth that was going around that it was Kylie Minogue in the Suicide Blonde film clip, but it never nah, was, and it never really looked right. like her. Yeah. Um, Although I do know a girl from there. <laughs> did, did Helena ever appear in a video? I don't think she did. Nope. I'm stumped on that. What's the answer? Well, we've got Michelle in the one thing. Yeah, well, thing. that was other than Michelle, yeah. the question, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we've got Michelle in the other, th- the other thing, in the one thing. And then... Erin, who is the, the the lobby girl, the hotel lobby girl that Michael Saucer had had a bit of a, a thing with at the very end yeah. of um, the, the 97 tour in um, yeah. America. Yeah. Um, and she was in the searching video. So we'll just leave oh. it at that and see if anyone can find oh, okay. her. Okay. All right, then. Well, our, 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 good, our, our, our good friend of the show, MM, might have another anecdote or two with somebody, I'm sure. Maybe. But we'll leave that to him. Maybe, maybe. And we're never going to reveal MM's real name, no. okay? He likes being uh, under cloak he and does. dagger, MM. There's a lot of people trying Some to people guess Some people think it. it's Molly Meldrum. I'm maybe, not going to say. Maybe, but, you, know, it, you know, who knows? Don't say anything, yeah. Molly. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now we've got um, our lovely 16-year-old from New Zealand. Oh, God, I love this girl. Um, Sima. Sima. Which country was never Terrace Apart written in? And she says, I know. (laughs) Well, I've got got this funny feeling Mm -hmm. that... I know Mr. Fire, you see that um, sort of live studio-y type thing was in Chicago, and just got some funny feeling... 
New, is it New Zealand, Hong Kong, or Chicago? Uh, New Zealand. Okay. Well, that What's might be a. I have. I don't know. I don't know that one. I thought you knew everything. <laughs> and then come back. Well, she's from New Zealand. She may be. Yeah, she I may reckon. be saying that because of pride. I, I uh, do. I, I do know that. Um, I, I do know that uh, I think it's either Kick or X that the, the band was sent off to record more stuff in two sections and things. So I've got a f- memory about New Zealand being one of those and mm. stuff like that. So, but you know, we will, we will go to the audience and see if mm. they can come back and confirm or deny. Okay. All no, right, next one. No, number three is a bit of an odd one. I don't think you will know it. I don't think anybody will know it, but we'll ask it anyway. But it's a good, it's <laughs> okay. a good one from Susan Purvis. Where did the cats come from in the Wong Thing video? And she's a cat rescuer, so she's very interested to know. Um, what do you reckon? <laughs> well, I have, to, I have to say, Susan, in terms of probably uh, obtuse, obscure... Um, <laughs> Uh, esoteric type questions um, who knows who um, knows all I could say is that all I know is that you know the fact that there were a lot of pussies in that clip made Michael happy <laughs> <laughs> you cut out a little bit then I'm so glad we'll leave it anyway. at that <laughs> we'll leave it at that <laughs> and, um, next yes um, Lisa Urban who is um, the girl that's actually starting the Uber fan yeah not only really a Uber fan but she's a writer and she's also also doing the um, the page for getting the signatures together for the um, Rock Hall of Fame. So mm. get onto her page. I think she's um, from Wisconsin. Is she really? I think. So Lisa's question is, um, in Excess's video concept for Beautiful Girl being a message about the dangers of eating disorders and the importance of having body image um, gave me even more respect for them as a band. Have you got any idea who, who came up with that concept? Well, I, I know the director of the clip and who made it was a guy called Mark Pallington, and he has gone on to big things in Hollywood um, and uh, released a lot of really, really good movies and strong movies. So Mark Pallington's the guy's name. Uh, the video uh, was nominated for a Grammy in 1990, sort of 394 uh, period. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the song was released in 93, went number 46 in the charts, uh, in, on, in the Billboard charts. Uh, and was nominated at the end of that year for the 94 ceremony um, and lost, unfortunately. But, uh, yeah, it was a great video. It sort of sent a message and it was really well edited, I think, uh, mm. B. You've probably have seen it a yeah. few times. I love the colours and the message. And, mm. um, yeah, I thought it was, was, was a very mature and, and, and tasteful mm. and, and topical video at the time. Yeah. Okay, and the next one is from Stephen Lang. Um, I hope you know this one because I want to know about this one. Why did we not get Don't Change at the end of the Summer Excess show on the 13th of July, 1991? Um, Wembley curfew or live radio broadcast restrictions? Why, Why couldn't they carry on? Well, yeah, I mean, a, a show like that and the venue of that size and the rules and, and regulations is that worldwide in the last 20, 30 years, if you go over time, uh, you can be slapped with hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of fines from probably the councils that surround certain venues. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure that's why Guns N' Roses, you know, lost a bulk of money because they were always late, you know, and going yeah. out yeah. and things like that. But. Um, you know, for me, they, they played Devil Inside last at Wembley, and that song, to be frank, with the UK audiences was more known than Don't Change. Mm. So, 
you know, it might be a, a question to ask one of the band members, was ever a plan to play Don't Change? Yeah. Um, because remember, In Excess had hits and known songs in different countries and regions. Mm. Uh, and they didn't always have the same sort of ending songs that people think they did. I mean, I, I've seen In Excess play New Sensation last at a concert. Oh, really? And not Don't Change in Australia. So yeah. it, it's not always set in stone that it's always the last song. Um, mm. But there was thoughts that at Wembley that you know, time restraints or constraints meant it didn't get played. Mm. Um, but it wouldn't have surprised me if it wasn't on the set list for, for the UK. Because mm wasn't a hit there yeah wasn't as well known there at all yeah you know yeah yeah totally agree okay yeah. and then foxy you like this girl don't you foxy my favorite yeah foxy your favorite how many double a sides were there in total um names Through excess yeah names of the tracks and countries of release oh she's asking you quite a bit mm-hmm. though well look off the top of my head i think i mentioned it last week i think in australia they had tasted not enough time as a double a uh, in 1992 and I remember on the radio at the time they'd put one on or the other uh, they didn't play them consecutively but it was just like two singles at once put on you know the format of a, a, a CD and it was two A's um, there was no one song that was deemed to be the lead track or whatever um, I don't think they did it anywhere globally uh, stand corrected if in certain countries there were formats that did that um, uh, again our friend MM would be the best person to answer that but uh, in Australia from my uh, memory and, and the, you know I've got a lot of their everything that they recorded from their vinyl through to their CD uh, days um, it, it was just that uh, taste and not enough time So um, thank you, everybody, for uh, listening to us. We've gone on quite a lot. (laughs) And again, we've gone through (laughs) quite a lot of stuff, haven't we? Yeah, well, episode four, uh, hopefully uh, four of 4,000 B. I hope you're up for another 3,996. <laughs> I hope so, I hope so. It's nice seeing uh, seeing everybody um, come back as well. Like we, I think we're, yeah. we're up to like 150 people um, each episode at the moment, which is lovely. Yeah, well, look, spread the love. If it's something you're enjoying and you've got friends who feel like they want to be uh, part of this little Linuxess journey and they don't have to be Uber fans, I'm sure by the end of it, they will be Uber fans mm-hmm. if we have anything to, to do with it. That's nice. Uh, but, you know, we'd like to think this this can reward both, you know, Uber fans and passive fans and, and also have some fun learning about, um, you know, what rock music was about because there's not much of it around anymore. Yeah. Um, and we think uh, this is an exercise and a labour of love between us isn't it B? Oh I'm loving it I'm really enjoying it I just don't want to work yeah. my proper job anyone I want to do this full time <laughs> um, so we well, want to remind yeah we want to remind yeah. everybody that we've got the gorgeous Blair from Don't Change the tribute band on next week so please get your questions yeah. in for him um, yeah. I will put a post up and then you can put your questions underneath um, and that's yeah. on our Facebook ba- page in excess access all areas um, yeah not ages and uh, <laughs> and also we all um, you'll hear, hear us through the app um, via Facebook and via Podbeam 
Um, anything else yeah. we've got to say? I don't know. Yeah, just one. Yeah, just 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 uh, one more sort of little thing. Um, um, I'm getting familiarised with all of these platforms at the moment, so I'm just sort of discovering that there's an inbox in our Facebook site, B, mm. um, about three days ago. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I can just uh, you know maybe semi apologise to some listeners and people who are posting. Uh, I'm not great at technology, uh, and that's why I have an expert next to me, B, aka George Martin, uh, Franz. Okay. Oh, Franz. Uh, <laughs> so you know, if I have been slow in responding to some people, just uh, I didn't really know how to do it. Now I'm, I'm sort of getting better at it. Uh, yes, I'm teaching you a lot, and, aren't I? Yeah, We're teaching each other yeah, different and, things. And I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Yeah. Mm. Thank you, Mr. Zuckerberg. Um, yeah. But yeah, so it's a shame I can't teach so, you to bring your microphone with you everywhere. <laughs> I know, I know. But uh, yeah, look, we've really enjoyed this episode. There's a little bit of something hopefully in it for everybody. Um, I, I guess as we, we generally do, we're going out with a, another cover version this week, one that we sort of mentioned a bit earlier. Uh, this one is a cover of Never Tear Us Apart, which mm. is pretty obvious. Uh, pretty faithful, I think, uh, rendition of it. And uh, uh, a lady who I think had a top 10 hit uh, in the UK and got a bit of traction globally with this. Uh, and yeah, we think this is yeah, we think this is more of a pleasure than a painful one compared to my one from last week. So uh, we'll take this one away and um, thank you for everybody listening. Uh, stay safe and look forward to uh, hearing from you all over the next week. Bye, Hayden. Bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>